Hey, I see you made it. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anita Banks, a.k.a. Trinity Blake, with sex therapist Diana Ryan, and you're listening to It's Never Just Sex. Get your pen and paper because you will want to take notes. Don't worry, the names have been changed to protect the innocent or the not-so-innocent. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at It's Never Just Sets Podcast. I will tell you, the past weekend was the first time I felt attractive in a very long time. And when it, when I, my nails are chipped now, but I had to cover up my nails because they were messed up. I had just finished a community event. I ended up bringing the wrong shoes. I get to the hotel. I change my clothes. And I'm like, this is not going the way I expected it to go. And I was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to have a good time. And I put on the outfit and I put on my makeup and I put on my hair and I was like, fuck it. I'm going in. Yeah. And I go down the escalator and I get halfway down. The gay dude stops. And he's like, oh, baby, what is this, Pam Greer? What, what we got going on? Mm-hmm. And when I got the gay male approval, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Carry <laughs> yeah, on. Two snacks. <laughs> Certified. <laughs> I'm good. And the whole night I got compliments. That was the first time I felt pretty in a really long time. I don't know. I know guys. That's sad. I know guys can't relate to that, but. No, I think they can. Because Keelan has told me also that when he started putting your on weight. swag, yeah. Yeah, he said he started putting on weight, and he felt the type of way about himself. And he felt like, well, you know, I can't I can't swag or wear what I want to wear necessarily because it's either showing my belly That's too much or whatever. And I'm like. I'm glad to hear it's not just yeah, women. It's not just women. Yeah, I wasn't feeling very attractive, but I love the pictures. And I, st- I had so much fun. I was dancing. And really? I don't, you know, I know I'm going to do the auntie shoulder shrug just. <laughs> really? So what was you down on? Like, okay, I was back dropping when I was it. 20. <laughs> I was dropping it. I, I felt really, really, really good. But that's a state of mind, just like Sasha Fierce, right? That's yes. a state of mind. And yeah, that matters. When I hit menopause, I started feeling very unattractive. Had nothing to do with how I looked. It, everything about how I felt about it's me. It's all mental. Mm-hmm. I mean, I work out every day. I know I'm on my game. I know my clothes are right. I know my makeup be tight, but... On the inside, yep, you have your doubts. You have to get it together, which um, I tell you, they put a pellet in my butt. I haven't gotten mine my, yet. My, my tea pellets in my butt. Hey, and man, yeah. I looked in the mirror. I was like, "You finding a motherfucker with me?" Like, ooh, girl. <laughs> like, and they wasn't in a couple of days, and I was like, God damn, you fine. You're just I, loving on me right now. Yeah. I was loving on me. The the simple fact of adding more hormones to my system changed your mind. Changed how, how I you saw vision. me. Yeah. Right? Okay, it's you. crazy. You I saw your like, beauty instead of your flaws. Right. I think because hormones yeah. hormones have a tendency to adjust your mood. Mm-hmm. That when you're you're lacking, I was lacking estrogen and testosterone. So my mood had plummeted. Mm. You know, and I was like, okay, this is, I feel crazy right now. And yeah. I was like, I do not feel attractive. I keep gaining weight randomly for no reason. No changes in diet or anything, just putting on weight. I was like, this is ridiculous, and I freaking do not like it. So I started to feel very unattractive. I think I need to get some pellets in my booty. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <Buck> shots. <laughs> you going to get the big pellets. <laughs> <laughs> but I will tell you, just the simple, you know, as she's regulating the hormones, you know, she's. Well, I just did blood work last week, so she's regulating dosage right now. Have you got your Have you gotten your results back yet? Mm-hmm. I haven't they been sent yet. Me, yeah, they I sent made me the an appointment. Lapse. I canceled it, and 
I need to rebook my appointment because I put work before mm-hmm. getting it done. But I know something is off because mm-hmm. I used to be the big people might even say slightly conceited. <laughs> It was very confident. Yeah, you know, my thing is I look in the mirror like, you a bad motherfucker. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> and now it's just kind of like, oh, okay, are you decent? You know, you got toilet paper on your shoe? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're good. And when doing sets parties and going to sets events and things of that sort, that is not the right mindset oh, no. to no. be in. No, it's not. Before you go. You have that whole pregame personal checklist that you go through. And I tell people, you know, I honestly think it's more you should do it for yourself in general, not just before you go to a sets event. If you ever get to that point of mm-hmm. going to a sets event, because there are so many people that have never. Yeah, they want to, but they're <laughs> interested. They want to. They were ah, let me let me double ditch. Uh, right. Let me jump. And every time I bring it up in, in a public area and people hear about it, you see that eyebrow that kind of like what? So, mm-hmm. so you've been to one? Yeah, yeah, I've been to one. And it's like, they say, well, I've never been, but I know you've thought about it, but you would never go. You got right. questions. Oh, no, they would go because what they do is back in the cut. You know, they wait until they're not in public and back in the cut. And it was like, you know, when you said you went to this such now, and such, once they then you hear, have them sidebar conversations. Once they hear me say something or someone else say something, yes, they will get you on the cut. But unfortunately, people that never hear anyone else that are too scared to go they have no clue where to start what to do and that's how you end up at Lido's <laughs> don't 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 knock Lido's I mean you can knock Lido's but you know <laughs> I tell people you need a little PPE before you go there some footies yes, face masks gl- and this was pre-COVID mm-hmm. <laughs> all kinds of DNA running around there I was in there one night and I was playing around and I lost my holding, and my face hit the back of that couch. Mm-mm, mm-mm, that ended the whole mm-mm, session. Like, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> session over. You would cool when it's just my hands touching stuff because I can watch those. Ooh. Girl, that face, the cheek hit the cushion. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh, my face is falling off. It's falling off. <laughs> I was done. I was like, yeah, it's time to go. <laughs> so now I'm completely grossed out. So yeah, you're finished now. I'm right. in there because I want to be there, but now I'm grossed out. Mm-hmm. This is nasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I do that with almost every club, every every lifestyle club I go to, because people look at me and like, well, why you got a towel? Why are you sitting on a towel? Why you why you got your jacket down? Why you got your your cape? I was like. Yo, the couch is a little bit too close to my open cooch. And I <laughs> have am you not ever been in a club in the daytime with the lights on? Because I've been Absolutely. working clubs most of my it Absolutely. Is disgusting. Or blue light that bad boy. See what, you know, fluoresces. You're like, oh, no. Mm-mm. Th- those are my nethers. Again, people that love to, my nethers. People that go to swinger parties <laughs> that are clean have been preparing for COVID their whole adult sexual life. <laughs> we was ready. Like, I've been doing this. Straight so. travel bag and everything. <laughs> Like this travel, couch, sanitizer, <laughs> wet ones. Like this couch was straight black last week. Now it's polka dots. Like what's going on here? Yeah. After I had a few people listen to what we were talking about and they asked about, you know, how do you prepare for being with other people and being in the sexual scene? And, you know, y'all know I always talk about don't have no funky monkey. Mm-hmm. True story. True story. And the funky monkey is something I wrote after a couple of different things had happened to me. One was a young lady that my friend had hooked me up with for a threesome. And he said, I want you to go meet her. And then we're all going to hook up together later. And I was being greedy. 
And I was like, sure, no problem. We met at the Cheddar's Bar off of Greenville Avenue, which is now closed. And we're having drinks. We're having a good time. And she came in looking like Fossey Brown. I mean, chocolate. She had these Mm -hmm. almond-shaped eyes. And Mm -hmm. she was just so pretty. And she was vibing me. I was vibing her. She was with him first. But I was like, she would continue to be with me. So she was like, I always wanted to dance, you know, for a girl. I was like, you can, you know. Let's go back to your place. Mm -hmm. Went back to her place. She says specifically, let me go in the bathroom and freshen up. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Which is legit. You know, you've been walking around on that for a minute. So Mm -hmm. I'm sitting on the couch. I'm ready. I'm ripped. I'm I'm ripped. Mm -hmm. Ripped. The music comes on. She comes out. And this girl is really attractive. She got most of her clothes off. So now I'm really looking at her body. I'm like, wow, this girl is just so beautiful. And she crawls over to me and she climbs up like on top of me. Like she's standing over me. And I was like, hmm. Mm. Did you look over Mm. the shoulder? Hmm. I smell everything. I was like, I ain't like that. So I was like, I got to do a scratch and sniff. So, <laughs> so I took my hand and I just kind of was like, ooh, and I rubbed it for a thigh and politely swiped across the vagina. It was wet. The boy, she had a bunch of hair. And not just a little. I mean, like a bunch. Like mm-hmm. some she, people like that. She was uh, auditioning for vintage. Teen Wolf. No, they like that 1970s. That it was look. you know porn look. Yeah, you know I like vintage porn, but this is more like werewolf horror. <laughs> so <laughs> I I did a swipe, and you know I believe it's the wet smell and the dry smell, and I, I can smell the aroma, and I let that finger dry, and I kind of got a little. I was like, God, that monkey is funky. <laughs> okay, how do, I, how do I get out of this situation? Like, ooh, I done got myself caught up. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Wait a minute. Slow down. Slow down, baby. Slow down. Slow down. You're taking me too fast. I'm just trying to say whatever I can say to get out of this situation. So I get up and go make another drink. And I'm like, I, I can't do this. I'm messing over my boy. We said we was going to wait. And I wouldn't feel right because I'm really digging you. And... I'm just going to wait for him. As ma- I can't even be in the same apartment with you. I'm going to go ahead and go out. And when he get back, I'm going to come back. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I went out to that car. The first thing I did was call him. Yo. I know you smelled that. I know you've been smelling that. You've been hitting that, man. But that's you're, you're making assumptions. But Okay, so I'm just going to say this. Not everyone is aware that they're, the scent that they are smelling is maybe something they should get checked out. Not everyone is aware. Um, both sides. We all know blue cheese stink. Oh, okay, I mean, some people love the smell of blue cheese. We don't know that. We do not know that. You know what? Stop trying to come. We do not know that. Some people think, some people love some people blue think cheese. it's normal, like I Diana said. I love blue said. cheese, but it still stinks. <laughs> like Diana said, some people think it's normal you know, to have that sense. If you haven't had education or if you have, you know, since, you know, I'm not a fan of abstinence-only education, and they don't teach you anything. Mm-hmm. They don't teach you about personal hygiene. They don't teach you about um, the health of your vaginal canal. They don't teach you how not to put things in there that it's a self-cleaning contained system. You know, they don't teach you that. So there's a lot of things that are not taught on both sides. So when you get in there and you've been hitting it and let's say your experience level has been with people that have varying smells going on, you're not going to know. You know what? And that brings me back to one of the things that I will be looking for when I'm interviewing, mm-hmm. that you do have experience in the bedroom. It matters. It does matter, but not just point, ma- not, not just experience, but knowledge. 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 Well, yeah, you know, someone that doesn't have to 
come to a sex party in order to get sex. It's a difference between if you're starving and I just want to eat, but and I've never had any good food. Then yeah, I've been to a nice mm-hmm. restaurant and or I being know a foodie. To yeah, where being you a can foodie, savor the taste. Right, you can look at it and be like, "That's not right." <laughs> if I don't see smoke, it ain't hot. <laughs> if it stink, it ain't right. <laughs> I will tell you, I worked with, I worked for a community counseling center for five years, and the clients that we had come in, varying degrees of income, varying degrees of financial situation, family situation, emotional situation, and I was always just slightly surprised. I'm not surprised when a teen comes in and says they don't know how they got pregnant because some of them don't. I'm not surprised when a 20-something says I didn't know that if it kind of smells fishy that that's probably something that I need to get checked out with a doctor. That's not something I can just douche away, you know, like the commercials say. Mm -hmm. I do get a little bit surprised when I have clients coming in 50, 60 years old telling me they can see somebody who dirty or somebody who has an STI. And I'm like, really? You know, so you're thinking life experience will give you knowledge, but it doesn't. You need knowledge so how do, brings knowledge. So if I was to do another event, another party, <laughs> should I have like a smell test? Wait, we have an actual uh, in-person test now before you can come to a beauty brunch. <laughs> and why would you to smell these things? Did it smell good? What would that, that. even look like? What's an in-person <laughs> smell test? She's, she's interviewing very intimate interviews. <laughs> But I never thought about it that way. I never thought, well, they might not know it stink. But I felt like I gave a crash course. Really, honestly, education just begins with describing when something is not right, this is what happens. If there's a fishy odor, that means you probably need to get checked out and you probably need antibiotics, right? If there is a heavy discharge and it's creamy or yellow in nature, you may need to get that checked out. Now, none of us are doctors, so we don't need to diagnose it, but we need to say, you know, if this is happening for you, you probably need to get that checked out. And yes, I know that female ejaculate may be a little thick, but we're not talking creamy. We're not talking chunky. We're not talking none of that. We're talking... Mine is pretty. Straight potato salad. <laughs> it is not potato salad. <laughs> <we're> talking, <laughs> straight potato salad. <laughs> we're talking about a regular... Have you, you know, ever actually a seen a female? that's not normal. No. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Yeah. I thought something had Plenty. happened. I was like, what is that? He was like, that's you. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. That that happened the first the first time for me when the female ejaculated. Um, doing our thing, she exploded. I jumped up and looked at her. She looked at herself like, what did you do to me? I was like, I don't know, but you peed on me. <laughs> and it was like, we didn't, we, I didn't know what it was. So I was like, oh, my God, what is that? You know, then you've seen it in the movies. You like, probably got R. Kelly. That's what that was. <laughs> That's what that was. Nah, it was, she no. didn't pee pee on me. <laughs> <laughs> I will say there was a meme I saw that made perfect sense the other day. It said, well, if you assume that every woman who squirts, it's pee, then why can't every woman do it? Exactly. And every woman... Every can't woman, can, I cannot. All, can't do it all the time. And either. I have had three some, people really, really try. At the same and, time? No, that would be interesting, and that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. That that's was a lot. Mind. But I've had three different people at three different times try to help me out in that endeavor, um, and it just did not happen, and I don't think I'm capable. It's not your thing thing. It's no, it's not. not your thing it thing. is not my thing thing. What is your thing <laughs> thing? I have no idea what a thing thing is, but that ain't it. <laughs> I don't squirt. I ooze. And when I ooze, it's a lot. Ooze. Is it like mm. honey running out? Ooze. It's like that Melted dip when you have the, the, the cream cheese and yogurt dip for the fruit. 
is white like that, and it's a lot. It's frothy. Yeah, I don't do any of frothy, that. Frothy, that's a good description. Frothy. <laughs> <laughs> and when I saw it, I was like, oh, the fry was like, what is, hmm. How does that work? I felt good. I was ready to smoke and go lay down. So, I mean, yeah, it was more like a dip, and it, it shocked me. I was like, oh, that's, that's me. That's, yeah, that's. That's new. Mm-hmm. But he was good, too, though. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> oh, a moment of reflection. I can see it on your face. So, yeah, he, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> I had it happen a few times, you know, with women too. I always, you heard me talk about. I always use my strap on on men. Well, I had a girl because I did that. I would not let women use one on me. I kind of had this whole. You need to be the top. Yeah, and I don't she know what. Dominated. It it came out of routine instead of actually something that I was going to evolve into. So I would not let women use them on me. Because mm-hmm. that's the role you mm-hmm. took. Because that's the role I chose, right? Mm-hmm. Until I met this girl, they called her Bone Crusher. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> okay. And um, do tell. Mm, I saw her. I went overseas to work on this contract. And all these girls was around her. I was like, I wish I would be a little, you know... Fan. Fan. I was like, <laughs> and, and not. Mm-hmm. I'm not a groupie. So I made sure, you know, I spoke and I just kept moving. It was only like seven black people out there and I was number seven. And <laughs> <laughs> But I still refused to like, I'm not going to be a groupie. And then finally, like three weeks into my uh, contract, she was like, hey. I was like, hey. And she was like, I heard you was a new chef on island. I was like, yes, and I'm really good. And she was like, I'm good at what I do, too. I said, what do you do? She said, I'm frozen meat. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> How sway? How sway? <laughs> so we basically, she was frozen foods. We started talking to each other and stuff. And as time went on, eventually, she. I, I remember going to a place and she had a prosthetic hmm. uh, strap. It wasn't your typical buy it at the adult novelty store. No, oh, she's been a little change, change yeah. on it. She must have got that custom. It was custom with the hair and all. Really? <laughs> it was <laughs> the same skin color, everything. And I woke up and it was like on the nightstand. And I'm like, what you going to do with that? She was like, that's you woke, for you. You woke up. She how, was did, like, how did you go to sleep? And you Rewind. <laughs> how did you go to sleep? You said, I'm she at did. the place. She absolutely did. And then jump. I woke up. She, she, <laughs> she jumped over some Yeah, things. she jumped over some details, yeah, didn't she? she? So what had happened was... Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> We did go out, and we did get to know each other better. Mm-hmm. I'm a fucking lady. Mm-hmm. And when I woke up... She was fully defrosted. From- <laughs> and ready to be cooked. <laughs> we had danced the night away, and we, you know, we had kissed and, and snuggled and stuff. And when I woke up... That's Is that what, what we calling it? Yes. Okay. It's like when Netflix I- and chill. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have any internet out there, really, so... I- <laughs> Skip to the chill. It was... <laughs> Her prosthetic penis was on the nightstand right next to me. I knew it was not there when I laid down. So I was like, okay. And I just asked, you know, what's that for? And she just kind of gave me this look like, that's for you. Mm-hmm. Were you ready? I was like, well, you, I ain't going to never be ready. So, yeah. They called her bone crusher. So she had a very masculine presentation. So I made an assumption, don't ever do that, that she didn't want me to do her. So, to move on forward with this oh, prosthetic. Yeah, don't be assuming. Okay. We're at the bar. They call it the Snake Pit. So we're out there right by the Pacific Ocean. Everything is nice. And she starts talking about like, yeah, I let a girl eat this, you know, eat this pussy. I'm like, get the check. 
check <laughs> is going is going down because mm-hmm. now I feel like it's I don't let her something like you can do. She, yeah, I, this is something. Sign me up, coach. Put me in. I'm ready. <laughs> we get back to the room and she allowed me to do my thing and I'm like feeling like a champion and then it was time to reciprocate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. It was, that was the best false penis I ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, she sounds skilled. Oh, highly skilled. Like she was strong enough to pick me up. Mm. Did she baby boy you? <laughs> the whole th- with really? the apron. Really? With the apron. <laughs> Got the baby boy. <laughs> I made her pancakes every Sunday for brunch. <laughs> Come on in here, bone. She was whoo, yeah. She had grown officers fantasizing about her, even though she looked masculine. They were just like, Man, if I could she yeah. And intelligent and they yeah. tried to get in mm-hmm. the right situation, she would. Men always say that. I was like, that is not necessarily unless, true. Uh, unless she was had a terrible situation. Mm-mm. No, not even that. She may I've have se- zero desire. I've seen it, man. I mean, I've seen I I've s- seen the ones that's, that's masculine, I masculine. I saw this little girl pictures, and it looked like somebody had put the wrong dress on the wrong child. <laughs> it was like, oh. Like you mm. should have a helmet But presentation pads. has nothing to do with sexuality it's, at all. Yeah, that's not what so she you wanted. So you can be masculine presenting, no, just desire women, or you can be masculine presenting and desire both or yes. only desire men. She was masculine. Presentation pr- has nothing masculine to do with Masculine presenting, and she was a lesbian. She had no desire in men. She didn't hate men. And nothing bad had ever happened to her. She was, you know, she was a chick from Philly. Mm. And I ain't never heard no Philly chick, like, come confused. She knew exactly what she was super straight up what she wanted. She was very comfortable with it. You can tell if you mm-hmm. ever had a conversation. She was real cool with who she was. And she made me want to be in that place too. Being know? comfortable with with you are. whatever y'all wanted to do together right. and how you were and all Any story like that. that I told her or any male or female that I had been with, she never cared because in her mind she was like, Ain't nobody doing it like I'm doing it. So it was okay with her, and I've had too many relationships where if I've been with a woman, I have to hide the fact that I've been attracted to men, and when I'm with a man, I have to try to pretend that the male is more of what I want than a woman, and I refuse to do that right. anymore. It's yeah. who I'm with and yeah. how you make me feel. I agree, but catering to a fragile ego, that generally that's some people do it, and that allows the ego to continue to be fragile, but that is not my thing. I'm not going to tell you you gave me an orgasm when you didn't. I'm not going to tell you. You're you not s- going to fake it till you make it. Absolutely not. Damn it. I'm going to need you to do better. <laughs> Step your game up. Okay, I'm going to need your you game to do up. better. I'm for real about that. I'm yeah. not going to tell you you bigger than you are. God, you know, I put it on you. I was like, did you? That solid four inches. <laughs> I must you know have, what? I must have missed it. Because you just said that, I'm going to have to go ahead and bring this up. <laughs> I am not uh, a size matters type female. It's about how it feels and how our chemistry mm-hmm. rolls. Um, but when your um, midsection is bigger than your undersection and you decide you want to do missionary, you get on top of me and you put that pressure. When you put your big stomach <laughs> on my stomach, let me just. <laughs> Stop trying to be correct and spit it out. <laughs> It's too much pressure. You're smothering and me. We, right. And we can't do the hours and hours. No, we're going to do two seconds. You better hurry up. I'm suffocating. He better have a mega knee mm-hmm. so he can sit back. 
you had to put that weight support that weight. He had to lay on you. If he can't he gotta lay but, on you, it's a but problem. But I mean I mean really size in general, if you're very small and I and I've had some very small, just slightly bigger than micro mm. appendages. But if they head game is fire, I don't even care. We could do this again. I multiple times. I like women, you know? so as long as you can get me there and we can mm-hmm. get there and have a good time, it doesn't really matter. But you you said micro. I thought that was just a one off type situation. There was this dude that was like, I want to take you out. I want to have a good time. We went out. We had a great date. We had a great meal. We had good drinks. He rubbing the right places. I'm like, I'm ready to get it. We get back to my place. He pulled down his pants, and my question was, what happened? Well, just smaller than you expected. I've never seen. I thought maybe he had an accident. <laughs> <laughs> it was smaller than my clit. <laughs> you, have a, you have a surgery <laughs> or something? You didn't tell Go me. <laughs> like, why did you tell me? I was me? like, what happened? Like, are you going through a sex change? Do, do, am I identifying you as the wrong? Like, what? <laughs> and then he got mad at me and left. I would have got mad at you, too. If you would have seen it, I feel like if there's something that somebody might question when you're going to have sex, you should, you should say something it. in advance. See, I dated someone. Tell me. I got a tail on my ass. You're stupid. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> I dated someone, and she said a similar story. She said she was dating this guy for the longest, and she wouldn't, he wouldn't let her see him naked. And then he would jokingly say, oh, yeah, I'm small. My, my seven-year-old son is bigger than me. Be jokingly like mm-hmm. that. She didn't believe him until it came down to the time to get action. And he did the same thing like you said the uh, other gentleman did. Pulled his pants down and she's just, just in amazement. Like, oh, my God, you weren't joking. Like, this is real. Like, she was just, I don't know. I, I'm a fan. If your head game is fire, I'm okay with that. I didn't get any head, <laughs> if your head honestly. If your it, head game is fire, go ahead. Then your, your head game, if, it better be fire, though. Say, get me off and then you're going to hump. <laughs> Look, if he would have gave Rub me some, my thighs. If he would have gave me some mad get up head, off me. <laughs> I wouldn't have not been like that. I'd have been like, well, I already I already got off. I think I would have been a little bit more sensitive because I'm I'm ready to please you and now I'm not really sure how to do that. Should I suck it or maybe just whistle? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you right now. <laughs> I just think size, it's relative to what you need from that individual in that sexual encounter. If you okay with firehead, I'm okay with firehead. He should have prepared me for he, that. Though. He maybe should have mentioned to put your hand down there or something. However, right, that hey, works have, for you. He you know? should have did it the same way that the guy that had the 13 and a half inch penis warned me. He was like, "Hey, I want to show you something," and I was like, "Yeah, you about to break me in half? No, I don't want that." But if he would have told me, I'm the type of person I could have worked with it. But don't just spring it on me because I don't have a good poker face. I want to wrap back around. So I know we started with Funky Monkey. But in general, I just kind of, how do you address that with either party, whoever you're with? How do you address when things are not quite right? There's different ways that you can address a person. Number one, make sure it's in an intimate setting and make sure everyone is comfortable. And I always like to start with to give a general, have a general conversation, depending on where you're, if your platform is a, the host of different events, I'll put it out as a public announcement Hey, you know, just letting everyone know this is what this is. This is what that is. The expectations. But as a host, I have a personal responsibility, especially when I like someone, to reach out to them. It's like the girl that stinks at school. I'm not going to rely. I'm going to go to you directly. Like, you know, I care about you. Is this something you want to share or is it something you want to take care of? But 
other people are aware of it as well. And if they're not, and I kind of try to read their response to see where they're at with it. I have, I've done that several times. A lot of people, male and females, do not know how to get their hygiene up to part. Right. So I, I believe that they either don't know, they don't know they need to get checked out. They've never even been might, to the doctor. Like for you said, anything. you might need an antibiotic. That's the first thing. What is the smell that we're smelling? And I tell them sometimes you can wash all day long. It's not going to get rid of if you have a metallic smell or a fishy smell. Uh, it could be the difference between a viral infection or a mm-hmm. bacteria infection. First of all, I'm not a PH doctor. Off. Right. Yeah, but there's a disclaimer. There, you know, we are not doctors. So, but if there, if it has a really strong odor that may be tending to unpleasant, you probably need to go to your your OBGYN, especially if it right? lasts longer than like three to five mm-hmm. days, and then, then it's have time that to... checked. And in in general, you should annually go get checked anyway for your annual, you know, OBGYN appointment. Men should absolutely, okay, do a smell test on y'all. Stick y'all fingers between, at, you know, around, that around your taint and see what, you know, what you, what you rocking with, what you I smell like. I also recommend detachable shower heads. Absolutely. But that's, <laughs> you're saying how you address it when it's in a party setting. How would you right. address it in a personal just personal, yeah. I mean, Person. you, same way. Yeah, you had not not as a general announcement, but have a personal conversation with that person and be like, you know, look, this is what I'm noticing. Um, I don't know if you know, but I am just recommending that, you know, you have to. This is uh, what's happening. The, Go see a doctor. The most important oh, thing yeah, is is knowing your body. You have some people that might sweat a lot. You have some people might be a little bit larger in sweat. You have some people that might be a little bit smaller in sweat. You have to know your body first. So if you're getting ready to hook up with somebody, go to a sex party, go to anything that might be sexual, treat yourself like a porn star. Okay, what oh. does it define that? What does that mean? Treat yourself well, like a porn star. Well, you can star. actually Google like steps when you, the pregame to be a porn star. like All the checks and balances. All the checks and balances that you need. You know, you want to go to your doctor. And just get a checkup before you, you know, it's getting ready for the Super Bowl. <laughs> Go to the doctor. Am I physically fine? Am I good? The doctors can usually tell you if your pH balance mm-hmm. is off and what you need to do to get on course. And this is mm-hmm. something you need to start months in advance and something you have right. to maintain. And we are not talking about your general prac doctor. No. We're talking about Specialist. someone who will stick you in the stirrups. Open them legs. And open them legs and look at the area you need looked at. Yes. And then there is a matter of sometimes your diet is different. The medication that you're taking mm-hmm. can change. All you just have, you have to be aware of all those things. And most importantly, make sure you have a group of friends that's going to be honest with you. My friends are sick of me at sex parties because I'm the first one to be like, hey, smell this. <laughs> you always want somebody to smell. I just want to get a second opinion. To make sure that we are... Yeah, all things are good. <laughs> right, all because good. I can be immune to my own smell sometimes. And I don't want you to smell anything right. or see anything. So go to your doctor, get checked out, be aware of what you eat, what medications you're taking, what you're drinking, the perfume and lotion and soap that you use. Everything. Mm-hmm. Understand right. that in, in, in douching, that's that's not healthy. No. That's not healthy. Don't we, If you're a doing lo- it, stop. All that, what do you call the uh, the wash, mm-hmm. the body wash that they used to give you? Right, Don't do that. Like, try to be as clear with water and mild soap yeah. as possible. Mild Any soap, doctor water, will share that know. with you. Yeah, that system is self-contained. It actually has the ability of cleaning itself. 
unless something is is off with it. And that's when you need to go to a doctor. If you feel uncomfortable in that area or itchy or anything, then you should not be participating in any sexual activities, period. Mm -hmm. And as an aside, you know, I know this is geared, it's centering on the vulva, but I, I do want people to be aware that men can, or condoms can, or dildos can introduce things to that system. Yep. Lubrications. That lubes can. That will create an issue for you. Most people will tell you, uh, like, I would prefer a water-based lubricant. Also, as you get older, when you go into the vagina, the upper wall, north side of the lining is a thin wall. There's bad and good bacteria in there. You can rub it into where all the bad bacteria gets in, and it can be stinky. But if you put on enough water-based lubricant, it's a nice, easy entrance, and it feels good, and you can eliminate getting a bad odor or getting a UTI after the fact. Glide. All I'm going to say is us women of a certain age, us Volvo holders of a certain age, we probably need to hit that silicone loop. Water just ain't. I have not tried the silicone. Water, water is just, it doesn't last long enough. And particularly if you have thinning vaginal walls, water, it just doesn't last. It's not enough. And it will actually create the micro tears and problems like that. But I like will that. tell women so, when your hormones are right and that pussy is right, mm-hmm. she'll let you know. But that finger touch you was talking about earlier, do that with yourself. There's Men, a wet do smell the finger and test, a dry smell. You just. know, do the test yourself. Go ahead and see what's happening. Down yeah, there. You want to go to the bathroom and do a smell? No, nah, I smell all the time. I grab my balls and rub up my shaft and one hand and other hand to make sure I see what I see. I check myself. I appreciate the hell out of <laughs> Thank that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank myself. you. <laughs> I've had people tell me, mm-hmm. well, sex just smells. Right. I mean, you well, have there, a certain, there you have is a, certain... a scent of yeah. sex. Okay. And that's that's a whole different topic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for joining. I hope you learned a valuable lesson today. No funky monkeys. No funky monkeys. You know, get yourself no prepared. Yourself. Ball sex. No Go nasty... get checked out. There you go. Keep it right. Nasty nuts. <laughs> <laughs>